Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. Powered by Liam. Sean, do you ever watch America's Got Talent? Yeah, sometimes when I'm just kind of cruising, I got nothing better to do. I'll throw on the cable television and throw on that show. It can be entertaining at times. Okay, so like I usually only watch YouTube clips when somebody's like, you have to watch this tear-jerking moment on America's Got Talent. Um, But Sunday night, I was flipping through channels and, and stopped on this one. And I have some questions. Oh boy, what kind of act was uh, on the stage? All right, so it was a man that was trying to break a Guinness World Record. Love it. For crushing walnuts with his butt. I love it even more. <laughs> I love it even more. <laughs> so they like set up this row of walnuts. He um, gets really excited, tells his story, and like he has to like beat 79 walnut crushes. Okay, and how, how long of a time or uh, one, how fast? Under a minute. Oh, goodness. Yeah, and he does it. He breaks the record. (laughs) And, like, everybody, the judges are cheering and stuff. But then, like, of course they don't give him the go-ahead to go to next week. Yeah. Because the question is, what are you going to do next week? If you're crushing... Is he just going to constantly break, like, other world records? Or is he just going to do stuff with his butt all the time? Well, that's the question, right? Like, I mean, what else can you crush with your... There's a lot of things, like light bulbs you could probably do. That'd be kind of painful, maybe. I mean, walnuts seem painful as well. Like, have you ever tried to use a nutcracker on a walnut? Not great. No kidding. (laughs) But, like, maybe watermelon. Anyway, he was very surprised and upset that the judges didn't pass him forward. Yeah, yeah. Like, world record record break-in and everything, Guinness. Yeah. But then I also wonder, there's, like, a lot of these kinds of acts where I'm like, this is kind of like a one hit wonder. Like, what do you want to do next? Maybe their goal, their goal is maybe to get on the television program and then they get all of that audience. They get the national audience. They kind of know that they're a one hit wonder, but then they're going to go viral because we're talking about it right now. And then maybe now they can advance their career after they get that national hit. Advance the career as a butt crushing walnut guy. Oh, opposite. Walnut crushing butt guy <laughs> <laughs> mixed mornings with steph and sean i spend a lot of time on the water kayaking paddling around it's quite serene very calming oh yeah just the it. calm aspect of it all like kind of in nature and everything yeah nice like little bit of a wave hitting up the side of your boat um met somebody who has the opposite effect oh when no he goes to the water um it's called boat rage. Oh, yeah. Kind of like car rage, road rage, boat rage. Boat rage. And it's not like boat rage like once he gets on the water. It's boat rage before he gets in it. Oh. So he um, is very adamant that there's like a five-minute limit at the boat launch. Oh and he goodness. would like to make sure that you have practiced backing up your boat multiple times so that you only take up your five minutes to get your boat <laughs> he off. He brings out on. his stopwatch and he's just like watching it intently the whole time. He's like, hey, buddy, buddy, it's 501. Get out of here. Exactly. And like we had some kayaks and we were loading them up and he was just kind of like, excuse me, but uh, you're on the wrong side of the boat launch. And oh. as well, <laughs> five minutes. Come on. Yeah. And then um, there were some other kayaks that were kind of parked along the dock. And he said that he was going to untie them because he was so mad that they were taking up the space that his boat could oh, be. Oh, of course. Yeah. Get like, those out of there. Yeah. Bad what are etiquette. You thinking? He was so intense. And uh, I'm using the words boat rage because that's. The words his wife used. She was oh, just like, yeah. "He has boat rage." I'm sorry if he offended you. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I do this all the time. I have to go over apologizing to the whole peer kind of thing. Can you imagine? Like, what is a crazy thing? And it's so funny. And he's like, "I know it's not a big deal, but for some reason, it just really bugs me." And he got me thinking, like, you know, like, do you have things that are really not a big deal, but they just 
<laughs> yeah, you know, like somebody not using their signal light, it, that is kind of a big deal. Like, yeah. please use your signal light. Yeah, or like... safety first, people. Come on. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a wild question that I'm just going to throw out there, Steph. Okay. But um, have you ever had boat rage? <laughs> I already know the answer. I have not. I have not. (laughs) You're like helping people like more. (laughs) So this morning, Steph, you told a story kind of about a boat rage. A guy was just kind of manning the dock, telling people what to do every single corner. We want to hear your stories. 780-791-1037. And we got Marty on the line. Marty, what irks you? So have you guys ever heard of Kiss and Drop before? No, I have not. Okay. So Kiss and Drop is when... At the school, you have like one lane of traffic where you drive all the way to the end, really slow, but you drive all the way to the end, and that's where your child gets out of the vehicle, right? There's a process to it. There's a total process to it. They're supposed to get dropped off at the end because that's the end where the kids all go inside. However, when the weather turns and gets a bit cooler, people decide like, "Mm, I don't want my kid to walk like... 14 steps I'd rather they walk 12 steps to the front door and go in the wrong way so they stop at the front door which then means that everybody behind them has to stop which now means that there's not enough space for 10 vehicles there's only enough space for like two or three vehicles oh man and so now now everybody's on <laughs> now everybody's like lined up on the street and people are now running late and <laughs> So my husband, bless his heart. It drives me crazy when people do this. It makes me totally insane. But he he stops the car, gets out, knocks on the window. He's what? like, hey, there's a system to this. You park at the end and you let your kid out there. Move it along, lady. He's like, Whoa. but this, you have to understand. He missed. Then he writes an email to the to the school to yes. be like, "Hey, what's going on with this kiss and drop? We need to get this under control." <laughs> Your husband <laughs> needs to be on like the committee or something. He needs to put on like one of those like lifeguard vests or like a kind of like vest out there and just move it, people. Keep it going. <laughs> totally. Like fifteen years ago, he was like given this these rules to par- do the parking at a wedding, and I think it's just carried with him ever since. <laughs> that is since. perfect. He's just gone to his head. He's like, I am forever the parking attendant. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Hey, good morning. It's Sean on Mix. The Bachelorette season, what, 200 started last night. And who better to break it down for you than none other, my girlfriend, Allie. Hello. All right, so <laughs> you're a big Bachelor fan. Bachelorette uh, season premiere was last night. How did it all go? I mean, it was good. Uh, we have, you know, obviously the most notable thing people would have recognized was that there was a new host slash host. So Tasha and Caitlin Bristow, former Bachelorettes. Love it. Um, so that was exciting. Yeah, they were good. They had good chemistry. They were funny. Um, you know, they counted how many roses were left at the end of the rose ceremony, which is always important, you know? <laughs> so uh, all, the, all the important jobs. Who's the Bachelorette this year? Uh, Katie. I actually don't know her last name, but yeah, it's Katie. She's cool. She was on uh, Matt's season. So that was, uh, yeah, she was, a, she was a fan favorite. Oh, okay. What Do you know, did they, does she have a job title or is she just like an influencer now? Mm, 
something to do with marketing. Okay, I don't so know. Pro- probably like a, a bachelor influencer now is her job. I think so. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually what most of them end up doing. Did anything um, stand out last night? Well, so if we're going to talk about job titles, there is, so there's a Canadian guy and they actually did acknowledge that he was a firefighter, not just like a Canadian, because sometimes <laughs> the bachelor franchise loves to just like say that Canadians, that's what they do professionally. They're just Canadians. Yeah, they just um, put so the stamp nice. on them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so he's a firefighter. He has a real job. Um, the other profession that stood out to me was surgical skin salesman. I heard of this guy. Which, yeah, it's a little bit of like the Silence of the Lambs vibe. Like, I don't actually know what a surgical skin salesman does. I think he actually got sent home last night, so maybe we'll never find out. Yeah, for the better. Um, I think so. I think so. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, so we got Greg who gave her a pasta necklace that his niece made. It was like a little dried, like, pasta. It was very cute. Okay, pushing Greg up the list to win. Well, and he got the first impression rose, so Katie's also pushing him up the list. (laughs) Uh, And then I'm still rooting for Connor. Connor dressed up like a kitten. Um, and and they made out actually, and it was very cute. Oh no way! We had a makeout night one. Oh, a couple of them. Okay, a couple <laughs> makeouts. The season's gonna be hot. What are, what are your expectations for the season? One to ten. How excited are you for it? I'm excited. I would say like nine, nine point five. I mean, we've got obviously we got some sneak peeks last night, so there's gonna be an ambulance ride or two, like Whoa. there always is. Yeah, I mean every season. Um, lots of making out. And I believe Katie's going to find out, you know, at least two to three guys who are not in it for the right reason. Of course. You always have the villains that are casted. That's right. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for the Bachelor update. Uh, Might have to start tuning in now. Anytime, babe. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. I have a new word for you, Sean. Okay. Learned it over the weekend. Wondering if you know what it is. All right. Drop it on me. Crowley. Crowley. If I had to guess, never heard of this. Um, if I had to guess what a Crowley is, it kind of sounds like a food to me. To okay. Be Croissant, um, kind of like cronut. Cronut. Uh, Crowley. Um, I don't know what the other part of the, the other half would be of it, but it sounds like maybe a bougie kind of a food. Okay. Okay. Sounds fancy. Um, well, I met this fisherman over the weekend and oh. he was just chatting about Crowleys like crazy. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. And finally I said like, sorry, what is a Crowley? I always say when you have to do that into the middle of a conversation, like, yeah. man, I know you're like five minutes deep into this story, but uh, you're going to have to explain that first thing that you said to me. Exactly. Like, I've been trying to not look like I'm glazed over, but I really just want you to give me a, a definition here. Um, so it is like a half hatched fly, like a, a okay. larvae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For fishing. <laughs> yeah. So he was like a fly fisherman and apparently um, he was really trying to catch this certain kind of fish. And so he was so intense, he oh, yeah. had like a stomach pumper for fish so that he could figure out no way. what color of Crowley's these fish were eating so that he could tie specific flies to that color and then catch fish. And he was like, you know, I've been watching so many YouTube channels. He had like become an expert in Crowley's. However, not expert enough because he didn't catch anything that day. And he was super mad that the Crowley's weren't working for him. Okay, I, I got to tip my hat to the the dedication and the passion that this guy showed a stomach pump for fishes is absolutely amazing exactly. not going half seas on anything he's going full 100 might not have caught anything but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> 
Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Good morning. Happy Monday. I'm Sean. Steph still on holidays. Uh, beautiful weekend. Did you get out at all? Oh, my goodness. I've officially been in Fort Mac for, what, seven days now. Uh, so my weekend was spent in the Birchwood Trails. That's what I did on Saturday. I entered around the north side. I didn't really know where to start. Someone told me, I think on the south side, I think it was like Doug Barnes Cabin, but I'll do that another time. I entered on the north side, kind of around the Brett Drive area, I think. Uh, first takeaway, I think, is that it's pretty amazing how you can be walking in there totally in peace. You hear all the nature just kind of around you, and it feels like you're 45 minutes out of town, just in the bush. But then you'll hear like two kids wrestling in a backyard all of a sudden, and they just start screaming. You're like, oh yeah, still... Still in Fort Mac. That's how it goes. Uh, second thing I noticed, the trail map uh, with all the names of the trails on it and whatnot. So I went on one and parts of the trail were labeled. Uh, one of them was labeled Blind Corner, which lived up to the name because there's a very tight turn there. So I'm like, okay, this map makes sense. They're really detailed about it. And then another part of the trail was named uh, Cardiac Rest which also lived up to the name because it was a very steep hill. I'm like, okay, they know what they're talking about on this map. So then I got to a fork in the trail, the road, kind of there, and it asked me if I wanted to go on the wolf trail or the deer trail. And I mean, <laughs> I like my chances against the deer far more than I like my chances against the wolf, so you kind of know what way I went. I made it out alive. I'm here. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Fort McMurray slang. That is what I was talking about yesterday, Steph. And I really needed you in the booth with me because I made a Facebook post yesterday and it kind of blew up. And there are a whole bunch of terms on there that I needed help with. Oh, okay. Um, Like what? Okay, so for, I want to describe slang because a lot of people in the comments were kind of asking, like, what do you mean? What's Fort McMurray specific slang? And I basically just said... Someone like me. I have been here for a week. If I were to have a conversation with just a random stranger who's been here for forever, I want to know if they just casually say, hey, let's go to the SNI kind of thing. Right. Okay. And uh, like, I have no clue what a SNI is. I've lived from like Halifax all the way over to Prince George. I've lived in six different places, have never heard of a SNI before. Lo and behold, it's a worldwide term. I didn't know that. Right, right. I actually only learned the word "sni" when I moved here as well, but it's been a while now. Like, I've yeah. Been here five years, so. so I want to have a conversation with someone. I don't want to sound stupid. That's the main thing of this. But I want to now put you <laughs> through a quiz here because how Uh-oh. long have you been in Fort McMurray for? It'll be five years in September. Okay, that's a decent time. So I'm, I pulled a couple terms. There's like 300 comments on this oh Facebook my gosh. post. <laughs> I pulled a couple of the terms here. We're going to put you to the test, okay? okay See I'm how ready. local you are. Okay. Uh, what are the towers? The towers, they are two apartment buildings downtown right by Mac Island. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, very good, very thank good. You, thank you. Uh, the 600 block. Oh, uh, I'm guessing that's on Signal Road. Yes. It is? Absolutely. Sweet. Refers to all of Signal Hill Place. Okay, there how, we go. How about Access Road or Access Way? <gasps> Oh, oh dear. Um, is that uh, that's either in Draper or it's in Abbasand? Is it the Abbasand Access Road? No, or, no. Ooh, first one wrong. wrong. The path beside Thickwood School that takes you downtown. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh oh, right. I'm getting nervous here. Okay, what about Purple Palace? Purple Palace. That's the Keanu College residences downtown on King Street. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, how about when people talk about spring break? What are they referring to? Spring break. Well, I mean, there's that awkward week in February, and there's also teachers conference in April. So it's one of the two, but it's never in March, which is strange because I'm from Ontario, and that's always when it is. Okay, so this one's interesting. It's not literally spring break. It refers to the time the Athabasca River ice breaks. What? Okay, I don't know about that one. That's spring break up. Yeah. <laughs> break up. You need to add the up to the. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Mix 103.7, I'm Sean. So last week, Jason Kenny he got in some hot water uh, for hanging out with his boys at the Sky Palace down in Edmonton. And now yesterday, uh, he issued an apology for said hangout. Here's what he had to say. Dear fellow Albertans, Hey guys, Jason Kenny here. Look, I messed up. It's pretty bad, but sorry, not sorry. Look, I love partying with the boys, okay? If you had something as sweet as the Sky Palace that was available to you, you would also bring out a 40 of Jameson's and party too. It's a pretty cool place. The Sky Palace is awesome. I thought, like, if I loosened the rules and restrictions, we could all just chill. Anyways, stage two of reopening is coming out soon, so it won't matter. Calgary Stampede's like a month away. You're welcome. Not sorry. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Well, Steph, a staple of our childhood is coming back, uh, I guess, to the media world in some way, shape, or form. Okay. What is it? Yeah, we got uh, much music. Oh, that is a staple much of our childhood. music. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. So it's not a TV show. Okay. Uh, it was a TV show. It was a, it was a whole channel. program. Yeah. whole channel full of so many different programs. Uh, so they're not bringing that back, unfortunately. But what they are doing is they've partnered up with TikTok. What? Yeah, and so now I think they're what they're they haven't really released a whole bunch of uh, details right now, but it's going to be premiering I think later on, uh, maybe start of July I want to say okay. is when they're really going to start pumping out content. But I wonder how much of the old stuff they're going to try and bring back to try and get us thirty somethings back on TikTok so we can watch much music again. Yeah, because I definitely I do not have TikTok. I don't oh. really understand it. Are are you? A yeah, TikTok me guy? either. I definitely don't oh. scroll TikTok at all. Ever like not even every day. <laughs> <laughs> what shows up in your feed? Like what's that, what? what I got a lot on? of dog things, oh, and okay. then and then you get all the viral things that happen and whatnot, and then I'll try and make one here or there kind of thing. Whoa, okay, <laughs> I might have to get TikTok not just for much music, but for Sean. Yeah, see what you're up to on there. Um, what do you hope they bring back? Like much music. Oh, do you? Well, obviously, like music video, like um, video on trial. Do you remember that one where they would kind of have like five comedians? type of people and they would just like roast videos <laughs> and they would tear them apart and it would be so funny and they would just like kind of tell you why it was a good or bad music video yes i do remember that i also remember um pop-up video was like my, oh my favorite goodness. much music thing where it'd be like 
like it was it was educational they would tell you all the little fun facts about the music video and everything interesting but i hated ed the sock i hope they oh you didn't like ed no it i never understood i think maybe i was too young yeah his humor and probably like too sheltered yeah and like (laughs) i just was like is this supposed to be funny like what what is happening right now mixed mornings with steph and sean i have been known to push my gas tank to the limit Okay. And it's not like a, oh, I wonder how far I can get. It's like a, oh my goodness, I'm almost out of gas kind of moment. You know, like I just wasn't paying attention. You just it. like to live life on the edge a little bit. I Is that guess. kind of what we're going for sure, right here? that sounds nice. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, yesterday, though, my car was full of camping gear and my husband said, oh, take my truck. What he didn't say was like, don't remember the last time I filled that thing up. Uh, so drove to work and then like as I was leaving I was like oh my goodness I need some gas but oh my goodness I'm also late for a meeting you know what I think it'll be fine definitely wasn't like we're in Eagle Ridge on the confed exit this truck was just like oh did you want to go somewhere because I'm done (laughs) (laughs) did you ever peek at the gas meter before you left the house or anything no of course not I was like he said I could drive the truck I'm driving it's gonna start ripping yeah no big deal um thankfully though Sean you are such a kind Mm. soul it's like I got a call I got a call yesterday (laughs) (laughs) I'm so thankful for you we've only known each other for a week and a half in real life and and you were just like yep I'm there I'm coming. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I got to help out a friend in need. You were pulled over on the highway. You had nowhere to go. Uh, so we both got to do something for the first time, uh, which was fill up a jerry can and uh, put the gas into the vehicle again. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful you did that because that is still my first. I haven't done that. Filled the jerry can and put it in the vehicle. So thanks for, for taking I was that. Very- yeah, I was very confused because I've never I've never actually had to like put gas in that way because usually it's just like you put the the gas lever whatever it's called in pump, yeah. pump. there we go thank you for the words <laughs> and then you just start going hard and then but I was like wait like okay I think you just like tip it and then it'll go in but then I poured way too hard when I first did it and it just got all over your, I was like uh, turn away Steph whoa what is that a deer in the ditch over there and it's all just spilling everywhere I'm just like okay you can turn back around no it definitely didn't spill half your gas on the yeah. ground right not now. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. That, yeah, that jerry can only took $11 and it definitely didn't even really move the gauge, but at least it did get because it spilled half of it. <laughs> Have you ever been stranded because you ran out of gas in your car, or truck, or vehicle? Or were you on the other end where you rescued someone? That is what we're asking you. 780-791-1037. Because Steph has... <laughs> and you've been the rescuer. So. Yeah, yesterday you ran out. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm thankful for my new friend. You are such a, a nice guy. And, you know, somebody said that they've run out of gas before and they just called roadside assistance. Oh. And I do have roadside assistance, oh. but I think I might cancel it. Okay, yeah, you just got me. I'm yeah. the new roadside assistant. Yeah, I got this nice guy that's willing to come. I mean, I don't know how many times you'll be willing to come, but... Uh, yeah, I might be napping half the time, okay. but hey, the times that I'm awake, I will 100% come. You're not the only one either. A lot of people have been sharing their stories over on our Facebook page. Kind of kind of funny. Some of them, some not so funny. Very true, very true. Jen said that um, she was leaving town, and she asked her husband how they were doing on gas, and he said they had three quarters of a tank, and then they get like one hour from Fort McMurray, and of course one hour from wandering river and you're oh like boy. in that very middle yep. dead zone of no gas and uh, her husband's like oh shoot I actually read the tank wrong. We only had a quarter of a tank, not three quarters, and now we're on empty. And so then they just spent the rest of the time like stone angry at each other, like, mm. oh my gosh, are we going to get to Wandering River? Are we going to have to call somebody from two hours away? And she said when they got there, they like just like rolled in, and then they bought a lottery ticket and high-fived, and, the, and everything was okay again in the vehicle. 
a true relationship test right there. It's just like, am I going to hate you for the rest? Are we breaking up or are we lucky and we made it there nice and easy? Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. As things start to open up, we have seen some people are more comfortable than others. You know, some people are like, yeah, of course I'll go to the restaurants, but I'm only staying on the patio. Some are like, take me inside. Yeah. Um, that's fully okay. Everybody has their own comfortability level. But uh, some folks have invented something called a social band. Okay. What is this all about here? It's like a rubber band. Remember those rubber band bracelets that were like popular in the early 2000s? Oh, Livestrong. Like yeah. Yes, all of those ones, of course. Yes. Okay, so these people have this idea to bring back the rubber band with things that say um, they're like bright red. And it says like, no contact, six feet only. You must stay away from okay. me. Okay, yeah, I'm And then following. they've got like a yellow band. They're like, elbows only. <laughs> and then like the green one is like, high fives and handshakes. I'm a go. Okay, yeah, it like cuts out the convers the awkward conversation where you have to do that little like, are you are you cool? Am I cool? No, you're not cool. Like it's yeah. that awkward conversation that you don't have to have here. Yeah, and you don't have to like refuse a hug because that's super awkward. Um, and it kind of reminds me of back in university they had those like oh. themed pub nights. Oh my! You remember goodness. the traffic light pub? Yes. Where they were yes, like, stop, I'm taken. So you wear red and then like you wear yellow if you're like, eh, it's complicated thinking about it. And green if you're like, hey, yeah, come on over. Let's chat. Yeah. <laughs> that yellow one always threw me off when uh, you went to those traffic light parties. Because like, say what? Say if you are like a yellow light person over at like the, the traffic light parties, but then like maybe the person you're complicated with shows up as red. Oh dear. And then you're just like, oh, was I supposed to wear red too? It's just like, that Were was you red with someone else and I'm unaware? Oh my <laughs> My goodness. Oh, what a mess. Okay. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. COVID had introduced like a lot of new things to this world uh, for me, or I guess just like new ways to do things past year and a half here. I attended my first virtual wedding on the weekend. I'm wondering if you have had to do anything like this, like a virtual wedding. Uh, so I'm originally from Regina and a buddy of mine was getting uh, married, him and his now wife. They only had like family in the wedding party at the reception. Uh, so it was like uh, following all the rules and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But then like the people they hired to take pictures and videos and such, they put up a live stream on Twitch, which I thought was super cool. So I could kind of see the whole thing. I uh, got to see them like say their vows, do the whole marriage thing, kiss for the first time with the same last name, whatever it may be marriage things uh, a couple takeaways from this though that i noted down it was a super hot day over there and it was also super hot here in fort mac at the same time classic heat waves stuff uh so while i do love wearing a suit i do love dressing up and whatnot i was quite happy i could watch it in my shorts uh tarps oppie obviously with just like a fan blowing on me i got to stay nice and cool and also i thought this was neat i could pause it <laughs> So, like, it started a little late. It was supposed to start at 2. I don't think uh, they started rolling in until, like, classic, like, 2.10, 2.15. So I paused the wedding, grabbed a beer from the kitchen, and then I just kept watching and fast-forwarded to the good parts. Virtual weddings, not so bad. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Weird products we definitely didn't need. Uh, jeans that look like you wet yourself. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Is this the latest trending topic in fashion right now? It is. It is. Apparently, this man is making these jeans, and he is just like, yeah, this is a legit thing. It's like the wet look, dry feel, um, but it looks like you peed your pants. Oh, my like, goodness. Why? <laughs> and I feel like, do you remember like the early 2000s, all of a sudden, dirty jeans were a thing? And like, oh, you could yeah. buy dirty, ripped pants yep. for lots of hundreds of dollars, and it was like, why do I, I could just go out 
quadding or something and do that to my jeans. Thanks. Get it to myself. Yeah. 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 It's like or the I ones with this. the holes in them as well. Yeah. I remember growing up and that would happen. And like my fa- I can picture my father right now and be like, I can rip those holes myself and you don't have to spend $120 on a new pair. <laughs> yeah. You can get your dad to be like, I can pee in those pants. <laughs> I do remember though, like, you know, when you're in um, high school, I feel like the dudes had that weird game where they'd like, oh, you're washing your hands next to somebody and then they throw water on your pants on you. Like, did that ever happen to you? I think we went to a different high school. <laughs> okay, I, well, I never was in the dude's bathroom or maybe my friends were just really bad at this and then they would make this excuse that they got water thrown on them. I don't know, but either way, I think this is a ridiculous. Okay, I, I actually went to the, the website here. Want to know their slogan? Yes, please. Wet pants denim, wet look, dry feel. Ew. Oh, no! Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found. Powered by Liam.